Hello, welcome back to the Cinema Podcast. It's me this time, I'm doing the intro, it's Alex, welcome. I uh, hope you've had a good week. Uh, I'm going to get straight into it. This is a Q&A, but I can't do it without my ever-present podcasting partner, Mr. Sam Freeman. Oh, it's nice. It's nice to be flipped. In a, it's like, nice to be on the other side, isn't it? It's yeah. nice to be on the other side. <laughs> Somebody's hoovering. <laughs> you know, last week we had a dog and now somebody's moving. Amazing. <laughs> it was the second <laughs> I think it's my father. <laughs> right. Stop now. Any kiss. Um, Let's uh... start it again now. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Good start, boys. Good start. Anyway, Q&A. Uh, yeah, we sent out a bit of a call to arms this week to all you uh, send them off listeners, i.e. our mates. <laughs> um, and... Uh, you answered. We we got way more questions than we expected. We expected like six questions, quick half hour episode, but yeah. we're gonna do a two parter. So this is part one. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for part two. We might release them on the same day. I think we might because we've got plans. We'll discuss it then. We'll discuss it. We'll we'll have a send them off meeting after this. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll should we jump straight in? Uh, yeah. Shall I? Get actually, you could start with the questions. I'll right? go first. Amal asks, Which league do you think is the most competitive and why? Good question. Um, I mean, right, I'm this is my answer, but I would like to put forward that the French league this season has actually been the least like a farmer's league of them yeah. all. Um, yeah, I agree, probably the most competitive, really. But I think, in terms of anyone can beat anybody, you can't beat the Premier League. You really can't. Like Leeds beat Man, in, Man City the other day. Man yeah. Man. But are we just doing top leagues? Well, because for me, I think the championship has been far yeah. more competitive than the Premier yeah, League. Definitely. And I don't want to say competitive. Like, and, and the question says competitive and why? So, like, I think because in the championship, it's, I think a lot of the teams are more sort of um, like closely ranked. Whereas in the Premier League, you've got that. Um, disparity between like Man City. I know you know Leeds beat them, but on, on a you know any other day, Man City will be beating teams yeah, like Leeds yeah, because of the anomaly. money that they throw yeah. around. But in in like in the Championship, everybody sort of at the same uh, like level as far as like finances yeah. go. To, to a degree, anyway. To a degree, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. To a degree. So I would say the champ. I'm sure you know. I mean, most competitive, the German league, the Bundesliga. It's not yeah, that competitive, know, I don't think. It's a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Um, Italy, yeah, okay. It's getting better, getting it's better. Getting better. Yeah. Italy, it took a dip on, you know, a number of years ago, but now, you know, AC Milan, Inter Milan, Napoli are in there. Um, Juventus, obviously. You've got Roma. But Roma, again, Roma. Um, but yeah, France, usually no. This season, yeah, like you said. Yeah. But for me... Either Premier League or Championship. Premier League's been good because you know you got West Ham fighting for top four. Yeah, but uh, no Championship. Like, yeah, well. I think I'm I'm willing to give a consensus on that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, there we are. We agree. Agreed on question one. In oh, this well. night, should we just finish here? <laughs> <laughs> um, our second question comes from Steph. Uh, Steph, as we know, is a big Spurs fan. Uh, his question is: Jose in or out? In. Really? In, 100%. I know we've spoken about this and say, you know, is he a bit outdated? But I, I just, I do love the man. Uh, no, I quite like him, but I, I think um, I think he's doing more harm than good at Spurs at the moment. It, 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 
I, I'm not a big fan of the whole thrown under the bus in public, which he does a lot to his he players. Does. I, I, I'm, I'm all for it to a certain extent, but he did it a couple of weeks ago and he accepted absolutely no blame himself. And yeah. he put the players out there. You pick the players, mate. Like, accept a bit of blame. Yeah, no. I, have, I, I do have a bit of an issue with sort of that culture, though, because at the end of the day, he's not out on the pitch playing. Mm. And I've, it's, it's been the same, you know, for all the man. Everybody, you know, they're all they're all called to sack the manager. When they, I've just realised the lighting is awful. So for the benefit of people watching on YouTube, I'm so sorry. I look uh, horrendous. But anyway, um, it's it's always the manager gets the he gets the um, his marching orders first. Whether mm. you know, rather than saying, oh well, he could have played a bit better, he could have done a bit better. You know, why didn't he go in for that tag? Blah blah blah. But. I think I'd still go Jose in because I don't I don't think he's quite finished as Spurs. I think he will win them a trophy. Yeah. What trophy I'm not sure. Well, I don't think it's going to be a chance at the end cap. chance at the end of the end of the month. Um against City, obviously. Cardiff Oak Cup, yeah. But fans are back. There's ten thousand fans each in there. So is it ten thousand each? Two thousand each. Beg pardon. I was say. Two thousand. Um yeah, so we'll see. Uh, maybe. I think if he wins that, he'll stay. Yeah. I think he'll stay either way, to be completely honest. But I think maybe halfway through next season, we might see a change if it's more the same. Um, I, I will say one thing, though. He needs, he, in fairness to him, he needs back in financially in the summer. Yeah. They need they need some serious work in the defence um, up front. Well, Spurs aren't exactly oh, known for that, do they? No. Um, so that, that's, that, that, that's the big thing anyway. So I'm sort of on the fence. I'm leaning towards out unless... If- if Harry Kane goes, Jose won't be too much further behind him. I uh, yeah, I agree with summer. that. Um, next question. Next question is from Finn. Does Ibrahimovic go in your top five strikers of the decade? That's a good question. It is a good question, and that's a I very good question. I think I've got a bit of a controversial opinion on this one. I okay. think if Zlatan the Ibrahimovic, decade, hang on, the decade being from two thousand and ten to two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. My my opinion is if Ibrahimovic didn't talk the talk, no one would be talking about him still. Um I don't think I think he was good, but I don't I would take players like Luis Suarez over him in a heart. I think Suarez is my strike of the decade, to be completely yeah, honest. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm trying to think now strikers this decade who I've well, last decade rather, who I think have been Aguero. Know, the best. Aguero, Suarez. Um, Lewandowski maybe yeah I suppose towards the end mm-hmm. um, does Ronaldo count um, yeah yeah so I, can't, I can't top, really isn't he? I can't really put Messi in there can I because no, Messi's I, not a striker but then again Ronaldo played in the wing for most of the decade he, most, the most of that decade played on the wing uh, oh. do you know what my reflex was to say yes to that question because I think he wherever he's gone he's won whether it was a Carabao Cup or it was you know the MLS or you know I think he's probably going to win it in Italy now no he's not um, Inter going to win it Inter, Inter like running away with it oh are they I, 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 yeah, I haven't yeah, checked yeah. Yeah. I haven't checked uh, but watch, yeah, watch yeah, AC Milan and come back now I said that <laughs> <laughs> would I put him in um, well let's hang on Aguero Suarez Lewandowski, um, give me some more. Benzema, maybe. 
Yeah, yeah. Actually, I would like to put a case forward for Benzema because I think he's Benz- I don't think criminally I, underrated. I, I was going to say I don't think he gets the rating he deserves. I really don't think no. he gets the recognition he deserves. Um, we're going to have a, quite a few reactions to that. I think. Yeah, for me, one, no. For you, no. For me, oh, do you know? I, I wish he didn't ask that question because I didn't expect it to be this hard. Mm. Just, just to inform you all. Live on air, Jamal Lowe has just scored. So I just, I just saw it now. So um, I was very tempted to put him. Yeah. as my fifth striker. Uh, uh, but for me, no, I won't. Uh, I won't. Yes, no, I, yes, I win. I win. Mm, I win. I win. You will. I'm, yeah. I'm saying no. I'm sticking with my original answer. Um, similar theme, really. Strikers. This question from Garin, and it's an absolute. It's a naughty question. This is. It's a naughty question. Just Gary to ask a naughty question. Lewandowski, Kane, and Mbappe start one, bench one, drop one. Oh, this is worse than That's some a of the naughty, snog Mario naughty, voids we've had in it. Naughty, naughty I question. Um, um, I'm going to put it out there now, right? This isn't necessarily saying I'm starting him, but out of the three, I think the best all-round footballer is Harry Kane. Yeah, I can agree with that. Harry Kane reminds me a lot of Wayne Rooney. Yeah, I can do everything, honey. He just yeah. does everything. And I can see him later on in his career. He can, he'll drop back 100%. I'm, I might get a lot of stick for this, but I'm going to go. I'm going to start Lewandowski. I'm going to bench Mbappe. I'm going to drop Kane. Simply after cause, you just said... After, after I've just said, said he's the best all-round footballer, yeah, I'm going to do it. Because Lewandowski... I mean, Kane's a big game player. Yeah, okay. But... If you, it depends what sort of like stage you're talking. If we're talking Champions League final, then I'm starting Lewandowski. I'm bringing Mbappe off the bench, and Kane is in the stands. End of. That Lewandowski always comes in clutch. Mbappe yeah, always no, listen, does. I, as controversial as your opinion is, I completely agree with it. I mm. would have done the same thing. I, I don't think I could forgive myself if I started Harry Kane over Lewandowski or no. even over Mbappe. I, I don't know what I do though. I feel like I feel like bringing Mbappe off the bench would make more sense. Yeah, because mm. uh, of the legs. You know, by that time, you, Lewandowski may have already got you four goals, so yeah. it may yeah. not even matter. To be honest, I think what this question is one of those questions where there's no right or wrong answer. I think yeah, like no. you, could, you could legitimately sit here and debate this for three hours, and yeah. or it, it, no matter what answer you had, if you argued it well enough, I'd sit there and go, "Yeah, I can get on Fair board." Yeah, um, exactly. It's one of them ones that, but my personal opinion, Lewandowski start, Benjamin Barbe drop King. I think it all depends, really. The, the answer to this question all depends on your footballing philosophy, whoever yeah. you are. Yeah. That's that's sort of the crux of it. But uh, yeah, I agree with you. Start Lewandowski, Benjamin Barbe, and leave Kane to watch it. That's it. Well, then. Uh, there we are. Dylan asks. If Celtic and Rangers were to make the jump to English football, where do you think they were drunk? I love this question. I love this I question. Love- and I would like to add, actually, that Dylan put on this, that he thinks they'd be mid-table championship. I now, was going to say, like, straight away I said, I think championship, up and down Premier League. Like, they'd be sort of like West Brom. I think they're better than Norwich and West Brom, see. I think that they're similar to the likes of Brighton, where they're just sort of... And Burnley, where... There'll always be throughout a period of a season, there'll be three or four weeks where we're we're a bit like, oh, they could go down. Yeah. But they're never really like like Brighton now. Then Brighton aren't mathematically safe, but like 
they're not going down. There's, yeah, they're only they're not going down because they're not the worst. They're yeah. not the best, but they're not the no, worst. No, but they're not the worst. There's worse teams than them. And I think that yeah, exactly. is I think Rangers particularly would be possibly even higher than that. I think they could be, you know. Now I would agree. Uh, before I would say Celtic were probably the top yeah. team in Scotland, but now you know it's probably Rangers. Fair play to Steam Gerard as well. But uh Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. Um do I I couldn't see them staying in the Premier League every season. I don't think they're going to be like a mainstay there. I think they would go down, stay down a few years, go up, stay up a few years. But if you if you think for a minute they'd be contesting for the top of the league, you need to have a yeah, long look in the uh, middle. Yeah, I think you do as well. But uh, I I suppose though, if we're talking Celtic and Rangers as they are now, but if we're talking Celtic and Rangers given their comparative size on a Premier League budget then we're talking top half, I think. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's all, it all depends on what context you're saying. If we're talking, exactly. th- this team plonked straight into a Premier League, I think bottom half. I don't think they'd be in the championship as they are. But t- particularly Rangers, maybe Celtic. This season, I'd fancy Norwich against Celtic, put it that way, but not Rangers. Like, you, I, you can't justify yeah. for me a team that got to the round of 32 or round of, yeah, round of 32. No, 16, they got round of 16 in the Europa League. Like, I'm not having that. That they'd be. Yeah, all right. To be fair, no, you've got you very good point. So I, th- I think with Rangers particularly, I would back you and say Premier League top off, mm. not top off, not top off, off, no, yeah, not top off. Celtics, I think they'd be flirting with relegation, flirting with promotion. Yeah, I agree. Um, we are agreeing a lot tonight, don't we? It's yeah. It's, oh, thank you, guys nice, for isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um. Next question, Ethan, who asked us to do a sort of a ranking of our best and worst football commentators and pundits. Oh, gosh. Now, um, I, you know, I don't know the names of a lot of them. I, I, say I, my worst, I can say my worst five now. Yeah. Uh, Jermaine Genus, Martin Keown, Robbie Savage, Steve McManaman, and the man who was my favourite at one point, Martin Tyler, sucks the life of a game. <laughs> yeah. Sucks the life out of a game for me now. Oh my god, horrendous! Martin Tyler, he is. I think he's, he is, he's paid to listen to. Him. Yeah, uh, Roy Keane, I've gone off. I'll be honest. See, I quite like him now. Now and again, really? now, so on Sunday when they played Spurs, I thought he spoke a lot of sense. You did say that. You did say that. Um, Graham Souness, I don't like. Yeah, I don't like Souness. Robbie Savage and um, Steve McManaman again. I agree with you. Ro- Robbie Savage has got absolutely no say, no place commentating on Champions no, League. No, like... I know. I don't know how he worms his way into that. I really don't. But um, the one who does the championships, that like, he's the commentator and he's the main, the main speaker, like the main commentator on championship games. Oh, I don't yeah. know who he is. He's got an obsession with telling us that Andre Ayew sees He's got an obligation to kick Swansea back to the, back Premier, the League. Premier League. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, we're like, we know, yeah. Jamal Lowe used to be a PE teacher. We know it's yeah. fine. He's not there anymore. He was a QPR yeah. and then Raheem yeah. still got his scholarship instead. Yeah. Dude, it's the same, gonna... same thing every week. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, um, cool. If we're talking best, uh, Michael Richards. Yeah, Michael Richards, Carragher and Neville. I really yeah. like Carragher and Neville. Yeah. Talk a lot of sense. Darren Fletcher on B- BT Sport, great commentator. Peter Drury, one of the best ever on BT Sport. My uh, favorite of all time, though, is Mr. Clive Tilsley. Yeah. My favorite of all time. We actually we spoke about him when we were doing our um, when we were doing our England songs or something like that. And we did um, the song by Elbow. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
No, what was it? Was, um, it was, was, it it was the Verve. It was Bittersweet Symphony, wasn't it? That's yeah. the one, the Verve, yeah. And uh, we were saying, like, it was that song, like, coupled with Clive Tilsley. Clive Tilsley. And it, yeah. it, was, it was football on ITV, when it? Well, yeah. England football, but we, we yeah. would watch it. Um, but yeah, Clive Tilsley for me. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. The old school um, Champions League. Um, Jim uh, Beglin was on there, wasn't he? Andy Jim Beglin, Andros Townsend. And, and Andy, not Andros. Andros. Not Andros. Palace, he for, doesn't uh, it? <laughs> <Christopher> Palace, <laughs> <yeah>. Nearly. <laughs> but the, yeah, those two, I enjoyed listening to those two back when I was young. But um, yeah. I think I think I will go play Tinsley for the yeah, for top I spot. So you can't not, can you? Nah. My turn. Brad is asking, who is the greatest England English manager? Sorry, who has never managed England? That's a good one. Yeah, he Brad. So Brad put on the end of the message. He thinks it's Harry Redknapp. Didn't Harry um, Redknapp almost get the job a couple of yeah, years he ago? Did, and then Allardyce got it for one yeah, game. For yeah, for a few weeks. Um. I'm gonna res- I'm gonna respectfully disagree with Brad, and put forward. I think I will as well. Brian a very good shout. A very good Brian Clough. Mm. You say, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, you've got like the likes of Paisley, Bill, Bob so, Paisley, yeah. Bill Shankly, Shankly Matt um, Busby, Matt Busby. I'm trying to think. Who's yeah. the one? Oh my gosh, he's, his name is Sir. Oh, what's his name? Not Bob, Bobby, Bobby Robson. Bobby Robson. He, he, he managed England. England. Yeah, oh, he managed. Right. Well, he was in charge in, in the nine, Italian 90 when he was with the Might have been. gas guy and crying. Oh, was he? Uh, I think so. Oh, I was going to say, I, I did like Bobby Robson a lot. Mm. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't have a clue we uh, managed, managed England. I, I, I go, I'm going to go for Brian Clough. I think I might see Bill Shankly, to be honest with you. Yeah, fair. I think they're both correct. <laughs> Saying think... that, Alan Pardew. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, Steve the, the Bruce, classic. Steve Bruce. Uh, Steve Bruce, exactly. No. Um, who's your worst England manager? Sam Allardyce. <laughs> Sam, uh, I think if Sam Allardyce... He's up there, isn't he? To be fair, though, 100% win record. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I, I would probably give it to... Um, I think I say Steve McLaren to be yeah, honest. Yeah, McLaren's got to be up there. Missing out on the Euros was huge. Yeah, like yeah. I, I remember that. We were only eight, and I remember England not being yeah. in the Euros. I um, remember watching Euro two thousand and eight. It was in Austria and Switzerland, wasn't it? Spain won yeah. it, and they had that lovely like it was like a silver ball in the final. The ball was stunning, and um, <laughs> I remember looking at the groups. I'd be like, because I knew Wales weren't going to be there, like you know. But it was, was like, where's, for us, like, where's England? Where's yeah. England? It was like, oh, they haven't qualified. I remember um, Romania qualified for that tournament and they were very good back then. They're not great now. But uh, yeah, I remember they qualified and England didn't. Very that's strange. A, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a flex. That's a, yeah, a massive flex that. for the eight-year-old um, Alex there. All right, next, next question from Miles. Uh, Miles absolutely loves asking us this in the group chat, doesn't he? Kevin De Bruyne or Bruno uh, Fernandes? Uh, no, Miles uh, absolutely no, loves Bruno Fernandes. But I, I think there's only there's only one correct answer 
for me, and it's Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne Bruno is fantastic. He's he's changed Man United. He's transformed them. But I think technically De Bruyne is better. I think in big games De Bruyne is better. I think as a player De Bruyne is better. There is no it's, it's, there is no as argument. A, as a footballer, you will watch Kevin De Bruyne and he will pick a pass out, you know, and he put it through the the eye of a needle. I'm not mm. saying Bruno Fernandes could, but. De Bruyne is he's on another level. Yeah, I agree. I, I I'm not saying if I ended up with Fernandez in my team, I'd be disappointed. Not by any stretch. Absolutely. But I think not. if I was to pick my my favorite player out of the two, and I think to be honest with you, outside Messi and Ronaldo, I'd say De Bruyne has got to be up there, mm-hmm. if not third, fourth, or fifth, top five for sure players in the world. Yeah. Yep. Again, I agree. I concur. There we are. We're having a good run today, don't we? We are. Ben Williams asks, and we know Ben Williams to be a big Liverpool fan. Yeah. Will Liverpool get top four? My heart wants to say no, because I'm desperate for West Ham to be there. Yeah. But my head Who is saying... Who is the minute? City, City top, then United, then Leicester. Leicester then West Ham. I think Leicester are going to drop out. I'm almost sure then Chelsea are going to get top four. I think so um, too. And then I think it's between West Ham and Liverpool. I think Leicester will drop. I just think they're gonna. I know. I know they're playing all right at the moment. I know they lost to West Ham on the weekend, but meh. I don't know. I just I feel like they're gonna bottle it again. I hope they don't. I'd love to see Leicester and West Ham in the Champions League. I think yeah, no, I would. Um, I would. I'm absolutely desperate for West Ham to get the door. I would absolutely love it. I'd love it for David Moyes as well because we've all mocked him. We've all laughed at him. We've all, yeah. We've all, we've all, we've all pointed the, the finger and gone, ah, yeah. you know, he's finished, you know, going, oh, I, I practiced, you know, I've trained with him, Uno, Dos, stress times, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, Uno, Dos, you know, stress And like, you know, we've, we, we've all laughed at him. And I think he's actually proven that, do you know what? No. He's done a blinking good job there. Like, like he did at Everton. It's very similar to what he did at Everton. Exactly. And he's not he got a them in the Champions manager. League. Yeah, he's he... not a bad manager by any stretch. He's a good no. manager. Wasn't the right place for him in United. Okay, fair enough. Or, or at Sunderland. Really your dad. Or, or, or Sunderland. No. And I, I, I'm really, I'm I glad for him. I forgot he was at Sunderland, to be honest with Yeah, you. well, he took him down, didn't he, I think? I think he did, yeah. I think he took him down. Uh, yeah. So, I, I, I would like to say, I'd like to say West Ham get there. But, I don't know, Liverpool are sort so of starting to creep up a little bit. And I think... Depending on whether they, yeah, maybe no six now. I think I think Chelsea are fifth, aren't they? Maybe Chelsea are fifth. Then West Ham, Leicester. But I, I think it. I think a lot of it hinges on what happens in the Champions League tomorrow against uh, Real Madrid. So you'll probably be listening to this after. But if they lose, I think they've got to get top four, obviously, because Mm -hmm. they won't have Champions League football. But. I think their biggest chance so far is is winning the Champions League to get top four at the moment. Well, interested because. There's every chance. Well, I don't. I don't know how the groups are going to come together or how the, the what the route to the final is. But Chelsea could well meet Liverpool in the final. I think I, it's already been drawn, but I'm not sure who's oh, going. Right. Oh, well, there I, we I'm are. Sure but I, I can I can see Chelsea creeping their way to the final myself. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see that. Though. I'd I'd like to see it. I'd like to um, see an all English final. Yeah, I'd, I'd love that. Um, will Will Liverpool get top four? Yes or no? Quick. I'm gonna go no. I'm going to say no as well. Um, okay, Bowen asks, "What this is, a good, this is a really good question. It feels like an essay question. Uh, what positive oh, changes? What positive changes, if any, 
do you think may arise as a result of COVID and its impact on football? Oh, now, my goodness. I, I think, researched this. I think this is similar to what we were talking about with the Football Explainer a couple of weeks ago, which if you haven't listened to that, definitely give it a listen after this. Please uh, give that a listen. It was a really oh, good laugh. It was a good laugh. Really, really uh, good episode that was. And he really knows what he's talking about as well. But he said sort of, we were like, what, the game, what does the game mean to you? And he said, appreciation of greatness. And I think... I have learned to appreciate football a lot more in terms of live football. Like yeah. when I'm back in a stadium, I will I will savor every second of that yeah. game, even if it's a yeah, minute. Raining on a Wednesday night, nil nil. I will love every minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, honestly. It, it, and I think that that's a big thing. I think I think also clubs have really I got a fly by uh, <laughs> clubs have like really, really not that they didn't value their fans before. That's not what I'm trying to say, but I think they've really learned how I important. Think they took them for granted. Yeah, definitely. Like I think clubs like Sheffield United, like we've said this loads of times, they've really suffered without mm-hmm. fans. I think, and I think a lot of teams have really. Um, I think so, Liverpool. We said that as well. Liverpool were one definitely. Of them. Yeah. Um, what do I? Th- I agree with you. Um, what was the question? What What has COVID changed? What positive changes do you think oh, might arise changes? as a result of COVID? Um, I don't know. I think I think ticket prices might creep down. I've got to be yeah, honest. I, I think they might as well. I do think, especially in this country, because I know over in Germany, they're, they're pretty cheap. Like You can get a season ticket for Bayern Munich for something ridiculous, like 100 or something euros. Mm. And, you know, you're paying more than that for a Swansea season ticket. But I, I think season ticket, you know, ticket prices or whatever... They'll come down. I think concessions. So I think the whole point of it is, I think fans will end up paying less to go to football games, and football will become more affordable again. I hope so, anyway. I hope so too. I'd like to see that fans were getting priced out, and it wasn't really fair. I know you would mm. sort of turn to your local club then, like you know your village team or whoever. And it's I, you know, I love going to watch the village team or like any you know Sunday league team because you know it's, it's what it's all about in it. But I it's think if you want to watch exactly, but if you want to watch your your elite clubs. I'm hoping that, you know, concessions and ticket prices will start to come down so it makes it more affordable for uh, everyone. Yep, I agree uh, again. We are agreeing a lot. Is it good? It's, yeah, this is part one, though. Part two, we're not going to yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah, I, I bet now. Yeah, let us know um, security. Thank you, Will. That was a good <laughs> question, Bowen. That was a good question. That was a good one. Uh, ben Thomas asks, after his revival on loan at West Ham, what's next for Jesse Lingard? That's a good one. It's a good question. I didn't actually um, know he was on loan. I thought they sold him. No. Now, I don't know Jesse Lingard personally, so I can't comment officially. But <laughs> if I were his agent, I would say, if West Ham come knocking, you sign that contract. Interesting. Because, because go on. I don't think, if he goes back to Man United, then they'll appreciate how good he is, but he's not going to be playing week in, week out like he is now. He's just not. No. You look at their midfield, they got Pogba, they got Fernandez, who are playing the same the same positions as him. There's yeah. no chance he's playing week in, week out, with all due respect to him. Um I was gonna say something then. Oh my gosh. What was I gonna say? Oh, I had a point then. Uh Jesse Link. I'll say what you said again. I said oh, I'd be but... I'd I'd tell to sign the sign the contract. Sign the contract. Um what I was gonna say, whatever it was, it's gone now. Um that I was reading that apparently clubs like Madrid have come knocking. Um, not knocking, but they're sniffing around. I don't know if I, I don't know how, how hmm. reliable it is, 
AC Milan were one, I think. And I think PSG might have been looking around. Or Bayern. I don't know. Something ridiculous. I don't know if this is true, but that's what I just based on his his form now. See, I think it's the whole big fish in a small pond thing, isn't it? And I don't think I don't think Jesse Lingard is a small fish. I remember what I was gonna say. I remember what I was gonna say just quickly. I remember I was just gonna say I don't I before Jesse Lingard went to West Ham. I didn't take him seriously as a football no, player. Me neither. me neither. Now I do. Now I do. So if I, yeah. I do agree with you. If West Ham say, look, would you like to sign? If I was him, and as far as like being taken seriously is concerned, I'd say, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll sign for West Ham. Because I think people are starting to actually think, oh, actually, he's, he's a tidy footballer. Yeah. And to be honest, if I was West Ham, I'd give United a blank checkbook and say, look, whatever you want us to pay, we're going to pay it. And even yeah. if even if he's the only player they signed this summer, because he's been so integral for them, and he suits their style brilliantly. Uh, he he's what sub- they were missing. Yeah, he was sublime on the counter attack on the weekend against Leicester. Mm. He's brilliant. But I I don't know. It's like I was saying earlier, the the whole big fish in a small pond. I don't think Lingard is a small fish, but I think he's a medium fish. So I think to be in a big <laughs> pond, uh, to be in a big pond like United, PSG, Real Madrid, like he was saying. I don't think that does anything. By the way, I just I can't confirm that. That's just what I was reading on some miscellaneous Twitter account. Don't know. Uh, maybe it was true. Maybe um, it's not. But I think West Ham are a medium pond at the moment. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not saying the size of the club. They're a massive club. But like in terms of quality and where they usually finish in the league, they're a medium, medium pond. Yeah. And I think yeah. for a medium fish like Lingard, it's a perfectly sized pond. Well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, uh, yeah. I can't, uh, I can't disagree with that. To be honest with you, and I, I, I think, I think it suits him down to the ground at the minute. And it went playing. You know, you spoke about the counter attack. You know, they're pushing for the Champions League. Why would you, why would you want to leave a club that's pushing for Champions League to try and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe sit on the bench at United? They only finished two places. I say only two places above, but you know, but no, I, I, I completely agree. West, West Ham suits him down to the ground. So why not stay there? Lovely. Um, that was a, was a really well-rounded answer that was. Huh? Well done. Um, Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Nick has asked, uh, who do you think is the best Premier League signing of 2020-2021? Oh, gosh. Um, now, I've written down a few names after I saw this. Well, I, I asked you know, things. So, what have we had? James Rodriguez, yeah? Mm, I, see, my, do you want to hear my list? I've gone for five. Oh, go on then. Which... So I've gone Ruben Diaz, who I think is my signing of the season. Yeah, I can't uh, disagree with that. Jesse Lingard, up there. Yeah. Um, Edison Cavani, for free. Really? Like, mate, he's chipped in with a few goals, played really well. I mean, he, is anyone free these days, though? Because what you reckon yeah, is... Yeah, is yeah, fair enough. Where his book is going to be like. Uh, yeah, I suppose you've got a point, but... I think he's up there. I think he's. I think he's had a good season for me. No, no, yeah, he's uh, had a bad season. Uh, Fofana, Leicester. Okay. Yeah. And Ollie Watkins, I want to give an honourable mention because he's Do adapted. You know, he's adapted yeah, no, beautifully to Premier League football. Yeah, I agree. Ollie Watkins is one of them ones where I think, in a couple of years' time, then we'll be seeing. Yeah, Ollie Watkins is there, but for now, I think he's not quite. Not yeah. quite there yet, just because it's his first season and blah blah blah. Joe was twenty five. Um, I think he was like twenty two. Twenty five. Oh, was he twenty five? Yeah, I thought he was like really young. 
I thought he was a bit younger than that. Too. Plenty of time, though. I mean, he's not really yeah, exactly not no, he's, he's prime yet. Um, best signing. I mentioned Hammers. Hammers was good, you know, beginning of the season. Yeah, good for about a month and a half, wasn't he? Yeah. I think injuries have hampered him a bit, but I won't probably probably won't put him on the top five at the moment. No, I I wouldn't. I'm just thinking that who else have we got? Um, obviously Chelsea made their signings. Thiago Silva, you like? Yeah, Thiago um, Silva. Yeah, Edward Mendy. Ed, Edward Mendy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Edward Mendy. Uh, Kai Havertz. I don't want to say Werner yet. I think Kai Havertz is starting to prove himself. I won't put him anywhere near that top 10 yet, to be completely no, honest. No, I, I wouldn't yet. I wouldn't yet. I'm trying to think, though. Liverpool, who have they signed? Thiago. Nah. I, he's, to be fair, I think he's getting better, and I think he gets a lot of stick. Like He hasn't, he hasn't lit... You know, he hasn't lit the league up or anything, but he has been nowhere no, near. The thing is, right? The thing is with the Thiago, like th- everybody is saying, oh, Thiago, this, Thiago, that, he hasn't done this, he hasn't done that. What were they expecting him to do, realistically? Mm. He's, a, he's a very good player. He's a very intelligent player. You know, you don't play for Bayern Munich. I uh, think he played for Barcelona before, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. You don't go from Barcelona to Bayern Munich. Bayern, uh, you to know. Liverpool. <laughs> without to, being... Exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. Without you know, being, you know, something special. But I don't think his game is scoring goals. I, I think he's, you know, he's had a reasonably tidy season. Not amazing. He's not, he's, it's not been awful. I think it's just because people expected more of him. I do think his role has sort of changed from where he was at Bayern though as well. Yeah. So I think it's been a lot of adapting. Like, he was man of the match in the Champions League final last year. He, he was superb. But yeah. I just think it's a different role. Liverpool are like, Bayern sort of I know they got Lewandowski up front they're wingers but they rely on a lot of creativity from that midfield with the likes mm-hmm. of Kimmich like yeah. Muller and, and Thiago last year were at Goretzka I think Liverpool don't have as much creativity in that midfield not necessarily don't possess the creativity because they've got Thiago but they don't need it their they front three their three. front three exactly, does yeah. everything and I know they haven't been fantastic this year but that that is the game plan is yeah. and the and the wing backs, they sort yeah, of they push forward. Down. It's a different team. People, I I do think he's got a lot of stick. I haven't been massively impressed with him. I I don't think he's lit. Like I said, I don't think he's lit anything up personally. But I wouldn't say he's been horrific. Um, I think he, he you know, it's time in there. It's time. What we've actually done is another tangent. We've gone from yeah. who's the best, oh, who's the best signing this season to why we think Thiago was not such yeah. a bad season after all. Yeah. But I will agree with you. I think Ruben Diaz, for me, has to be. I think Ruben Diaz is my player of the season. Never mind my signing of the season. I think he's been the perfect replacement for company. Yeah, without without doubt. Without He was what they were missing last year. Um, shall we move my, on? I think it's you were going on. My question, which is the last question we got now, Mal asks again, which team rivalry is your favourite? There's there is a bias answer which I'll yeah, say for the end. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, um, um, but it, putting that one to one side for the very ask me five years ago and I would have said I love watching El Clasico. Yeah, ask but me now. To be fair, uh, it wasn't El bad Clasico on the weekend. I didn't bother. I was it wasn't bad. I, I admit I saw the highlights, but from what I saw, it wasn't bad. But it's just nothing like it used to be there. Uh, I mean, no. I had, I would have said the El Clasico like you. I didn't bother. I was doing other things this weekend, and I just had no reason to watch it. The Milan derby, not the same. Love and old uh, firm, mind. 
I do you know what? I do like an old firm derby, mm. but I find myself sort of switching off. Yeah, kind yeah. of like after half time. I sort of tune in for the atmosphere, and then halfway through, yeah, like. And there's always a big tackle going somewhere. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. That's always like Scott Brown. Scott Brown, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know he chooses so, to be bald? He's got hair. Does he? Yeah. My favorite. My favorite Scoodle. image of um, Oh yeah, I forgot about Martin Scoodle. But my favorite image of Scott Brown was like I think they were all they went to like um, Celtic had to go to Russia or some place and goodness knows where it's starting. I'm going to clue, but it was snowing. Snow was pelting down. It was below freezing. And they were all wrapped up in their jackets and snoods and hats and everything. And then Scott Brown walks out, T-shirt, and he's only got his joggers on, golden state, he don't care. Brilliant, I love that. Is, uh, yeah, proper footballer. Um, yeah, I think that's up there. I mean, I do love the South Wales derby. That, like, the passion for me is, I'm like... not going to say that yet, because I wanted to do a few English ones, but that's my favourite. The South Wales derby is yeah. my favourite. That's a bias it. aside, bias aside... Um, I I'm gonna put it out there now. I do not rate the Merseyside derby. No, I don't think I, I want I watch it, and it's always nil nil, one nil, last minute scrappy yeah. going. Like yeah. it's not not. Um, uh, Liverpool United even, derby. Yeah, that's more of a derby. I think that's that more of a derby than. Um, North London's pretty good. It's okay. Chelsea Arsenal's not too bad. Mm. Um. Uh, I tell you what, you know what? the Tynewea derby. Yeah. That is a sight to be old. One I didn't realise was such a big derby up until I went to it two years ago was uh, Swansea and Bristol. Mm, yeah. That was that was quite a that was quite a game. Um I'm trying to think. What about the rest the rest of you? Oh, the um the what TFE was talking about, the Bombonera in uh, yeah, Argentina, Argentina. Argentina. The stadium. Well, um it's called De Classica. Bayern and Might Dortmund. Be, yeah. Do a classic, yeah. Bayern and Dortmund. But again, that's a foregone conclusion. River Plate and Boca. Um, you know, I'd like to go to it, like like he said. Yeah. But, uh, I, I think I, for fear for my, I fear for my life, don't I? Yeah, right? I know. But that, that's, to be honest, that's part of the excitement. Yeah. That is part of the atmosphere. But for me, it's got to be Swansea and Cardiff without yeah, question. I agree. I've been to it. Uh, the atmosphere is. Amazing. I think when I think I was talking to you about it, or I can't remember if I said it on the podcast, but I think when Ben Wilmot put the goal in, I think it might have been TFE's yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. We were on the Richter scale. I'm sure it said somewhere it was like the same magnitude as a hurricane or a earthquake or something like That's that. Great. But uh, you know, you don't you don't feel anything like that anywhere else. I you know, if it's your home club, then it feels different, doesn't it? Yeah. Um I think I've uh, misallocated the questions because I got two more. So oh, well there we are. I think I've got one more than you because I think you've done one more at the moment. Uh, so Patrick has asked, will Kane leave Spurs this summer? I feel like this would be quite a quick one. I'm going for no. Do you not think so? I don't think he will. Do you think this is just him saying put a bit more... I don't know if it's him. I, don't, I honestly don't know if he said it. Like, I don't know if... The... Oh, it might have been his agent or someone. Or I said, just some not even that. I think it's just some news reports. Until I said this to you, to the boys in the chat the other day now. Um, until I see Fabrizio Romano tweet Harry Kane leaving Spurs, here we go. I will not believe it because that man is Tottenham through and through. I think, and yeah. he wants to do well there. He wants to break Shearer's record there. He wants to win trophies there, and I don't think he's going to leave this easily. I think if they don't get Champions League again next season, he'll consider it. I think then we might see him leave because I think he's got the ability to be chat chatted about in the same. Same sentences as I know we we literally did earlier Mbappe and Lewandowski. Uh, he's got the talent. 
And, yeah, he does. But at the moment, the lack of trophies is sort of stunting his growth a little bit. And so maybe I think, maybe, I think, about his, growth. I think it's stunting his credentials. Yeah, his yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I'm gonna go for not yet. I have to give after that point. I'm gonna have to agree with you. I, I, I admit I've, I heard the um the quote from wherever it was and I just assumed that Harry Kane said that or some representative of his said that and you know that was it I just believed it but you know having listened to you it makes sense that um that maybe stays on a year or two extra I think I would like to see him play in the Champions League again for Tottenham yeah mm-hmm. um I've got no real you know interest in Tottenham as a club I don't really support them I've, you know you follow them in the Premier League but you know, you do you do want to see Harry Kane do well because he's a top quality striker. Yeah, so I know, yeah. No, I wouldn't see him leaving this summer based on um sensibility. Uh and then last question. This is a good one from Jacob. Um, who are your top five fo- uh, top five best footballers in the world at this current moment? Tough one. Is, I'm gonna go. Know, I'm gonna go flat out, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put my neck in the line and say, Robert Lewandowski. At this moment in time, is the best footballer on the planet. Really, the best Not, footballer at this season. He's been the best player in the world. His stats are unbelievable. <laughs> this is the issue I've got right with the Ballon d'Or. This is the issue I've got with it. When was the last time? I think I think I can remember the last player. I can't remember the year. But who, who was the last player who that wasn't a striker or a forward player to win the Ballon d'Or? Modric. I was going to say Fabio Cannavaro. Yeah, yeah. Other than Fabio him, Fabio because he, he doesn't put himself in those goals. You know, and Modric will bag a couple of goals. You know, I know he's a midfielder, not technically a forward player, but I think Cannavaro was the last time a defender won it. Yeah. Now, how many years ago was that? Or would that so have it must have been 2006, five, five, six, maybe six after they won the World Cup. It might have been six because I think Ronaldinho won it in 05. But I can't remember. Anyway, but the problem I have with it, I think the Ballon d'Or, you know, I know Messi's won it and there's no doubt he's the best that's ever played it, maybe with exception to Cristiano Ronaldo and Maradona. But they focus so much on the stats and the goals and the assists yeah, that they lose they sort of lose the defenders it's not about they, yeah. football um, and there's mm-hmm. plenty of good footballers that are defenders so top five I can't I'm not going to say Lewandowski's not there I I'm going to go no particular order Lewandowski Messi if we're talking this season Lewandowski Messi I'm going to put De Bruyne in I, I am I think technically he's superb yeah. Um. Who else? Mbappe, Haaland, yeah, Mbappe, Mbappe, and Neymar. Then my top five. You're not I'm not put Not not this season. No. Not this season. He's bagged though. He's bagged. I know he's bagged, but not this season for me. I think I'd probably put him six. Do you know what? I don't know who I put in between Messi and Ronaldo because I don't think either of them are shot this year. Mm. I I put Messi in my top five because I think. Now, I look at that Barcelona squad now and it's pants. And they're it's like, gonna... they're challenging for the league. Because of him. Yeah. And, you know, one or two, you know, it's not just him, obviously, but yeah, all right. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on Ronaldo's shoulders, though, because he, he came to Juventus for more than he went to, you know, Madrid for at his age, which is 
stupid. Obscene. Um, it's crazy. And I think the they didn't need him to win the Serie A, did they? They didn't no. need him to win the, um, the the league. So they brought him in purely for the Champions League. Yeah. And he hasn't delivered hasn't that yet. Worked. So, I don't know. I do like Ronaldo, though. My top five, I mean, you can't not say Lewandowski. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say Mbappe. I'm not a massive Neymar fan. Oh, he's been superb this year, though. I watched him he in the Champions League last week, and it was just unbelievable. I'm so excited for tonight <laughs> to watch him against uh, Bayern again. He's oh, he's just unbelievable to I watch. I think I will put him in, because he has had a good season. I'm not his biggest fan, but he has had a good season. So was that. Hmm, Lewandowski, Neymar, Mbappe, Messi. And I do want to put a defender. I know I, I can't. I have De Bruyne. That's in no particular order. I've had yeah. to go the same as you. I've had to. But we've, I we've well, lords. Yeah, I know, I know. But this one I don't know who else I could put in though. I no. really don't. I yeah, I, I'm the same. I'm the same really. I mean Ruben Diaz is pretty high. I love Ruben Diaz. Like yeah, I really, do. I think, I think Ruben Diaz is signed. my James Madison. <laughs> yeah, your James Madison or Lucas Fabianski. Actually, no. Nah, not quite um, Fabianski. Not quite Fabianski. Not quite that level of love. I'm trying to think any other defenders you could put into that top five. No, I'm thinking Premier League. Maybe Varane in La Liga. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it, football's changed a lot. I was thinking about this today when I was in work and on yesterday. Football, football is not the same as what it used to be. And I said in a in a podcast or an episode we did uh, last week or. A couple of weeks ago, I can't remember, but I, I almost find it quite boring. Yeah. Hmm. It, it, we said, didn't we? I think, I can't remember. I think it was in Garen's episode. It's more like a game of chess these days amongst the big yeah. teams. They don't go at each yeah. other anymore like they used to back in like 2008 when, like, do you remember? Was it, I know, it was a year before. Was No, I think it was that year. The, the Chelsea Liverpool semi final in the Champions League. 4 4. You would never get that nowadays. No, no. Like, not with it, not with English teams particularly. No. Like, the Bayern, Bayern PSG game last week was vintage Champions League. That was proper, proper Champions League, that was. They were going at each other like, oh, it was fantastic. I think I think that's the sort of thing that will it'll sort of slowly filter its way out of league football and we'll probably only ever see it in international football. Yeah, mm. which is which sad. Is a, it's a real, real big shame, but there we are. And that, that was one hell of a tangent, that was. Um, I think it's been question? quite a long episode. I don't, I'm not timing it, but... Uh, we could go on, so I think we should probably cut it off. We're gonna cut it off there. That's part one done, then. Yeah, part one done. Uh, oh, wow. we'll be back with part two, may- maybe today, may- maybe the same day. It might, it might be yeah. up now, but if not, uh, check the Instagram at send them off podcast. Uh, <laughs> drop us a message with some, a couple more questions because we might do another one soon. I've quite enjoyed this. We might no, even do it on, on an Instagram live or something. So, yeah. uh, let Why us not? know, get in touch, give us a follow, give us a share. Uh, we might even they shout won't. you out on the podcast if you give us a share. Yeah. I did, didn't we promise to do that if somebody did? Yeah, something? nobody shared that. it. Nobody, nobody, nobody joined <laughs> with the fun. So there we are then. That's up to you. Uh, yeah, but thank you for listening. Thanks for your questions. Uh, thank you very much. Don't worry if we didn't answer your question because we have answered pretty much all questions, other than the ones that were clearly intended as a joke for us. <laughs> like, yeah, you know who you are. Uh, yes, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I.
so yeah. you go and what you go and listen to us on in uh, part two. Yeah, we'll see, we'll you, see you. Ta-da.